It's sort of good news and bad news, those readings this morning. Let's start with the good news. The good news is, the Lord says, I will lead my blind people by roads they have never traveled. Cool, I wish Theresa May, May could hear that. I will lead my blind people by roads they have never traveled. That was such good news to the God's people of the day. Why? Because they were in exile. They were abandoned, rejected in a foreign country. They'd lost everything they held dear to them. Their buildings, their culture, their, they were in a mess. They had been, they felt abandoned. And how can we return? How can we become again this, this great people, this people of God? You often hear that conversation in churches, to be honest. How can we become again what we once used to be? And along comes the prophet and says to him, The Lord says, I will lead my blind people by roads they have never traveled. That must have been such good news. There was possibility of new life. There was possibility of a return to that which once was. I will lead my blind people by roads they have never traveled. I will make rough country smooth before them. I will do it. I will lead you. Good news. There must have been much rejoicing. Of course, of course, several things come into play. You've got to recognize you're blind. You've got to be willing to submit to whoever it is that's going to lead you. But they did recognize. And they were willing to submit. And to trust. To be led by another, you must trust the other. To believe God will lead you, you must trust. And to lead you in paths that you have never traveled, the trust needs to be even deeper. We don't mind being led, I suppose, down the familiar ways. But once somebody tries to lead you down an unfamiliar way, well, if you're a minister, you usually get put out. <laughs> put out. I will lead you down unfamiliar roads. And why will I do that? That my name might again be glorified. That my kingdom might come. That the world might see that I am still the God of yesterday, today and tomorrow. But for that to happen, I need to lead my blind people down roads they have never traveled. Whoa. Are we willing to submit? Are we willing to trust? And then 500 years later, it's the bad news. Well, it's the bad news for the people of God, or who claim to be the people of God, because here is Jesus standing amongst them with a word of judgment. That's unlike Jesus. In fact, it's interesting that the only people Jesus ever really judged were the people that claimed to be God's people. The nasty heathen world out there, he loved them. 
And Jesus turns to them and says, you have this problem. You do not know you are blind. But because you claim to see, when you are blind, I judge you. And so here was a kind of an opposite point of view. Here were God's people saying, we're the ones that can see and everybody else is blind. And it was a, it was a, a sad situation. They didn't recognize their blindness. They're longing for the Messiah to come. He's in the midst. He's at a party, at a, at a wedding. He's speaking with prostitutes and lepers. And, but they were blind. They could not see Jesus in the world because they had such a view of Jesus or who Jesus might and should be that they had lost sight of him in the day to day. They were looking for a religious figure. And when they found a figure that was of the world, they didn't recognize him. It's a funny thing that religion can blind us to God. I may have told this story before, but at Wakehurst Place last Christmas they had a Christmas tree and you could go there and you could put a wish on the Christmas tree a bit like a prayer tree and people had put wishes and put them on the Christmas tree and I was just reading through it and there was this person had written I wish there was no religion in the world and I took it off the tree and wrote and so does God and put it back on the tree <laughs> if that was one of you incidentally that wrote that forgiveness is part of the Christian ethic no they, they were so caught up in their own religion preoccupied with their own kingdom that they were blind to God's kingdom a people motivated by self-interest. So blind to God's purposes. A people clinging to redundant traditions and practices. So blind to the Spirit's renewal. A people blind to their longed for Messiah and there he was standing next to them it's easy I guess to criticize but I think the spirit demands from the word that we look to ourselves as well as the community of God's people sometimes think we are blind I sometimes think we fail to see Christ in the world amongst family amongst friends amongst colleagues at work 
because we've our blindness has led us to think of the presence of God only in our religious terms it was interesting I think it's over there that um, excuse me while I search for a visual aid morning everybody you're still awake here good I just glanced at this as I was as I came in this morning our children are being blinded to the reality of evil this is not my favorite newspaper but I think they're right with that headline we are blind to the presence of evil but half the churches are as well Halloween luck lucky charms do you remember the story of blind Bartimaeus Jericho scruffy roadside beggar shouting out making a noise everybody saying keep quiet nothing changes keep quiet don't make a fuss and Jesus hears him says come here and he says to this blind scruffy roadside beggar what do you want me to do for you And what does the man say? I want to see again. And Jesus said, that is not a problem. Because you can see infinitely more than those with sight around you. You can see who I am. You can see what God is doing in the midst. Receive your sight. What do you want me to do for you? Lord, we want to see again. We want to see you in the world. We want to see you in our church. We want to see as you see. As you see the world. As you see our church. As you see ourselves. We want to see you. Some people have got such a low opinion of themselves. They need to see themselves with the eyes of Jesus. Especially children, young people. You're loved. Lord, we want to see again. We want to see so that we can be a people of hope and possibility and promise to others. You know, if somebody comes up to you and says, Oh, isn't it a terrible world? Say, Why? What's wrong with you? Nothing wrong with me. So that's two of us. Maybe it's not as bad as we thought. But you see the point. We need to see with the eyes of Christ. We need to see ourselves, our story, our past with the eyes of Christ. And we need to be prepared to be led down paths we have never traveled. I wonder what would happen if all these 17 churches said okay we'll be led by him could be frightening 
I sometimes go to a church in Horsham. In fact, I was there last Sunday listening to Dan McQuillan preach. My goodness me, he makes the rest of us want to give up. He is... He is a spirit-filled man. Hallelujah for him. Anyway, there he was doing his bit, or doing the Lord's bit. Opposite the church, a bit like here, you can see right out, and you can see the other side of the road. And the other side of the road is the Roman Catholic Church. And every Sunday morning, about 900 people go there and come out. They have three services in the morning. And I once said to the priest, I said, gosh, I said, I got 15 <laughs> and, and thought I was doing well. And he said, well, if you were the only Protestant church in Horsham, you probably would have a lot more because we're the only Catholic church in the whole area. So that's why. And I thought, blow me, it's as simple as that. <laughs> yeah. So close everybody down and come here. I'm rambling. The point I am making is that I do believe God has a huge love for his people. He always has. I will lead my blind people. I will make rough country smooth before them if they will submit to me. And I'll take them down paths they've never traveled. Change? And Jesus saying, be careful you don't lose sight of me. I am where you are. I'm in Sainsbury's White Rose. I was in the co-op, but they closed me down. (laughs) I'm where you are. You are my people. And I will feed you. I will feed you with the bread and the wine that is not of this world. For healing for wholeness, for well-being, for renewal, for sight. I will lead my blind people by roads they have never traveled. I, the Lord, will make this happen. So this morning, let's be a people quite ready to say, Lord, we want to see. And then look out for what his sight gives to us. Thanks be to God.